And we're back with another exciting episode of Rick's Horror Movie Review Show. Rick's rated our horror movie review show where we review, of course, horror movies. I love horror movies. I think they're an amazing genre. I love horror movies that deal with the Catholic Church, demonic possession, a skeleton wandering around without a body, a ghost in your attic, a wandering soul, a demon trying to possess you. I love that shit. I absolutely love that shit. And guess what this movie is about? This movie we're going to talk about tonight is The Nun 2. And you already know this. This movie is already going to get points because it deals with the Catholic Church, it has demonic possession, and it has so many amazing things that I already love. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the things that I really enjoyed about this movie. Then we're going to talk about the things I didn't like about this movie. We'll, we'll delve deep into the story, and then we're going to give this movie a rating. Let's get started. Uh, again, as I mentioned, things I liked. The Catholic fucking church. That, the Catholic church just lends itself. Like, it was designed to be built to be worshipped and scared. Uh, <laughs> not worshipped and scared, but designed to be worshipped, but also at the same time, feared. The word I meant to use was feared, not scared. Feared. And, uh, you know, it's a scary thing to portray in a horror movie. It's just saints look creepy to me. The churches look creepy, especially with the right lighting, which this movie has. That's another one of the things that I really enjoyed. The lighting was, I thought, was very good. There are some scenes that uh, that require them to be a little darker than others. Of course, to portray a mood of fear and, uh, you know, and horror. And I really love that. Um, again, demons <laughs> can have a movie about the church without having demons, now can we? So there's demons. There's one. I think there's two. Uh, again, this is all off the top of my fucking head. As I heard it, as I saw it, as I remembered, as I digested it. It's been a couple of weeks since this movie is out. But I wanted to review it now because... Yeah, honestly, I needed to. I needed to. I needed to sit on this one for a little bit because I didn't initially like it. I'll be very honest with you. So now it's been a couple of weeks, and um, yeah, now it's time to talk about it. So, demonic possession, demons, the Catholic Church, a great costumes, nineteen fifties costumes. The nurse, the nurses, the nuns look like nuns, as nuns do, or the sisters, I should say. I think they're sisters or nuns. They're definitely nuns. There's two of them. Uh, but anyway, the, the costumes were great. Everybody's costume is great. I think, uh, you know, nothing stands out as like, well, that their costume looks shitty. No, everything looks great. I mentioned lighting already, but now what I really want to talk about is the sets. The sets and the filming location. The sets are all beautiful. Uh, they take place in several different locations around Europe, and we'll get into those locations a, a little later in the story aspect. But I really want to talk about the filming locations. Europe, as I mentioned, but specifically France and Italy. Now, I've had an opportunity to visit Italy, but not so much France. And so because of that, I brought, I have a special guest here for us. Uh, his name is Jacques. Now, Jacques is going to tell us his opinion on how he felt the filming locations made France look. Or really just his opinion in general about how the, the movie felt and uh, how he likes it, whether or not uh, the, you know, the, the, the France, the France, Le France was portrayed uh, you know, accurately. You know how I felt about uh, how Mexico is portrayed in Saw. So, uh, Jacques, why don't you tell us how you felt about uh, France there? No, you have to. You have to push the button. That one. No, no, no. Push the button first, and then you speak. Right. Hello. 
je suis Jacques et j'aime la France, c'est très magnifique. Ok, uh, I guess, uh, I guess he, uh, you enjoyed the, you enjoyed France in, in the movie. Oui, c'est très magnifique. Okay, well, thank you very much for that, Jacques. And uh, again, this movie takes place in two locations, primarily France and Italy. And to talk about his, uh, you know, his opinion on how Italy was portrayed in this film and the filming locations, uh, we have here. Why don't you just uh, introduce yourself, there, buddy? And remember the button first. The button. You have to. Yes, that one. Eh, ciao, mi chiamo Antonello, ho 34 anni, lavoro per l'altra strada. Antonello, we don't need to know any of that stuff. We just want to know whether or not you were, you liked the way the movie was portrayed, or rather the way Italy was portrayed in the movie. Eh, quale, quale film, eh? We're talking about The Nun, too. Oh, no, no, Antonello no like a scary movie, so no, sorry, no, no. All right. Well, I guess uh, Antonella didn't uh, didn't watch the movie. So anyway, let's just get right into it. Uh, thank you for your opinion, there, gentlemen. Uh, those are all the things I like. Recap: Catholic Church, demons, demonic possession, amazing sets, amazing filming locations, great costumes, and the lighting—all amazing. Things I didn't like: the story. <laughs> so it was kind of lame, to be honest with you. And we'll get into it. Um, but uh, you know, I mentioned the 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 sets earlier. I thought the sets were beautiful. All of the filming locations were marvelous. And the indoor shots, the outdoor shots, everything was beautiful. But they were overused. It's like the film producers were, you know, they think we're fucking idiots or something. And they just keep using the same set for, like, different scenes. And it's like, dude, invest some money in your fucking sets. I can tell that you just redress that shit. Or, or the movie just itself is taking place, like, you know, up and down the same fucking corridor inside this, uh, you know, uh, what is this thing called? A boarding house. There's, like... The boarding house at the beginning of the movie. And the kids are running one way. And then at later, in part of the fucking movie, the kids are running the other way. And then the fucking demon is chasing them in the same fucking corridor. And I was like, Jesus, can you fucking use some other place of the, uh, or some other place in the monastery? Or I mean, the boarding house? I already saw this shit. So I didn't really like that. They really overused the fucking sets, which is really fucking annoying. Um, the ending. The ending is... <laughs> after the beginning the ending is now that i've had some time to think about it it's still bad but you know i'm not as disappointed as i was when i first saw the movie a couple of weeks ago the story i still think is kind of lame even though a couple of weeks ago i was really fucking angry about it now i'm not just i'm just fucking annoyed by it now i felt like you know you have a character in the nun or the need demon varic i call her the nun you call her the fucking demon i don't give a shit i'm, I'm talking about the same fucking character here. the nun is varic i thought it was such a great character because I, I don't think i've ever seen an uh, uh uh an evil character be you know traditionally a good character like a nun like nuns are in catholic movies they come in and they pray for you and they fucking shower you with the fucking holy water or you know hey drink some of this fucking jesus juice so you're all right you know, they're, they're the good characters. They're, they're, they're the guiding light in the movie. You know, you want to see a nun in the movie. In this one, you don't want to fucking see that because the demon portrays himself as a nun. If you haven't seen the first fucking nun movie, then go fucking watch it, all right? Because I'm not going to talk about it at all. The only thing I'll say about it is now that we're going to... Now we're going to get into the story. Is that characters from the nun do appear in this movie. So this is a continuation of that story. 
So this movie, The Nun 2, opens up sometime in France in 1950-some shit. Where we see some wild shit already happening in the church. And we're like, fuck yes, you know, we're in for a fucking ride now. So some wild shit starts going on to the fucking church. And of course, the father who is the head of this church, I guess you could say, goes to investigate. And long, long, long story short, fucking father starts to catch fire because there's a demon in the church. And man, this fucker gets barbecued real quick. Nice and crispy. Just just the way I like it. So he gets lifted up in the air and he starts screaming and, you know, and then boom, right in this fucking church. And that's like, as a fan of horror movies, as a fan of the Catholic Church in horror movies, when that shit happens and it happens inside a church, ooh, you know, you're dealing with a fucking powerful demon. So that shit was exciting. Now we move on. The story now moves to Italy somewhere, as I mentioned, two main locations of this film are Italy and France. I don't know exactly where they went. If you want to know, fucking go read it somewhere. Okay, but they're in Italy somewhere. And then we see the sister from the first movie, Irene. And so she's called in to investigate, uh, like, this event that just, I just described, and a bunch of other sh weird shit happening in Europe because, you know, I don't know, the fucking non-demon. Uh, I don't know why they didn't call in the Pope's exorcist at this point, but I guess he was busy. Uh, but anyway, you know, we see that she's being called in, and now she's with another sister. Uh, she's been paired with a new sister. Her name is Deborah. We're going to call her Debbie. And I like Debbie. Debbie's a real girl. Debbie's, you know, she's like, nah, I don't fucking believe in this prayer, this, you know, the power of this prayer bullshit. She's just a real girl. She's a, she's a nun, she's a sister, but she's very relatable. So much so that she even starts to smoke cigs in this movie, which I really love. More cigarettes in movies, please. Children, cigarettes are what adults in the olden days used to smoke to look cool. You know why kids don't look cool these days? Because they don't smoke. No, I'm joking. Don't fucking smoke. It's horrible for you. All right? Anyway, and they're on their way to investigate because the Catholic Church is their boss, obviously, and uh, <laughs> Catholic Church is their boss. Catholic Church sends them on their way to investigate all this other bullshit. In the meantime, back in France, Le France, another character from the first movie who's now, I think, a groundskeeper or some shit grounds, but his name is not Willie. I know what you guys are thinking. No, he's not Scottish. He's a groundskeeper, but his name is Maurice. We're going to call him Mo. And now he's at this uh, this boarding school in France that I mentioned earlier. And, um, you know, classic boarding school bullshit. There's also this little girl, and her mother's the teacher there. And this little girl's attached to Maurice. And they have, like, this really fun, playful uh, scene. And, you know, all this standard nonsense happens. And eventually this little girl gets bullied. Why? Because somebody needs to fucking write some shit for this fucking movie. And I don't agree with it, but they fucking wrote it in. I don't know why they need to have a little girl get bullied, but they did. The other girls are bullying this little girl, which, by the way, they're in a fucking church. I can't, uh, you know, like a church place location. You'd think these girls would be nicer to each other, but they're not. They're fucking savages. So they bully this little girl. And they lock her room, or they lock her up in this fucking room uh, that used to be, I think, a, an old chapel in the olden days where they used to pray. Pray to the Lord Jesus Christ Almighty. And apparently, of course, as any old place that hasn't been used in forever, it's fucking haunted now. All right? And these girls know this shit. And they throw this girl in there and they fucking lock her in. And this is where we get our first glimpse of my favorite. The nun, baby. Varric. Or was it Garrick? No, it's definitely V. With a V. As in Varric. And she just frightens the shit out of this little girl. I mean, woo, it gets real good real fast. Concurrently, 
uh sister 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 you get that reference you know what i'm talking about uh the two nuns uh irene and her pal debbie uh, are now seen in another french location somewhere and some dialogue happens and you know how i feel about a tremendous amount of fucking dialogue oh uh, you know they did a good job at learning their lines the actors good job but this is i think where the uh where the nuns and uh, where irene and her you know and her homegirl debbie are you know just fucking being told about the demon there and uh, Varric was an angel, of course, or some shit that uh, that it, I think is now looking... Of course, that was fucking rejected by God. You know, oh my God. Oh my God, God. I'm also an angel. Why don't you like me? And God's like, nah, fuck you, Varric. I don't like you. You're out of here. You're not a fucking angel anymore. You're a goddamn demon now. I've damned you. That's why I said goddamned. You're a damned demon by God. And this is where they find out by some other priest or some other character in the Catholic Church that this dude's the demon, Beric, the nun. Or rather, that he used to be an angel. Oh my god, it's fucking confusing. Anyway, anyway, they're also told that this fucking demon is called, is, is looking for, ugh, this is, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Apparently, he's looking for a relic. And the relic are I Love Lucy's eyeballs. Lucy! And, uh, you know, St. Lucy's eyeballs are apparently this thing that the demon wants. And uh, now he's fucking killing anyone who is a descendant uh, of Lucy, including little Ricky. And so it's also revealed, if you don't know what I'm fucking talking about here, then, oh my God, do I need to play the I Love Lucy theme song here? I'm talking about I Love Lucy, okay? For all you kids out there who don't remember what the telly was in the 1950s, there done used to be a show called I Love Lucy. Now, I Love Lucy was an important part of television history. Look it up. Anyway, uh, they're, uh, <laughs> they're looking for Lucy's eyeballs, St. Lucy's eyeballs. So the demon wants the fucking relic, and now he's killing anybody that is a descendant of Lucy. It's also revealed now that the location of these magic eyeballs is the French boarding school that is now being used as a monastery. Or a winery. Or maybe a monastery with a winery. Well, it turns out to be that this fucking place was a monastery and a winery. And now it's a fucking boarding school. Okay? Yeah, I know. Well, this is, who wrote this shit is what I say. Anyway. Now that the sisters, Irene and Debbie, my girl who smokes. Now they know what's going to happen. Right? So they fucking raise back to the uh, the monastery the wine place the boarding house because now they know that the fucking demon is there and now we move over to the, this fucking location where all shit is breaking loose maurice or momo is now possessed by varic the nun and of course long 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 winded story short there's this battle between varic and maurice and the sisters it gets a little interesting uh, where, you know, I guess this is, this is why I said that I didn't really enjoy the ending too much because I thought it was kind of cheesy. But the point is, is that Irene turns out to be a descendant of Lucy. And because she's a descendant of Lucy, she can use the magic eyeballs. And so as Varric, the nun, tries to burn her to a delicious barbecued crisp like she did to the priest at the beginning of the movie, he can't. She resists because she's a descendant of Lucy. So because she's a descendant of Lucy, now she can use those magic eyeballs to vanquish this fucking demon to hell. And so now Debbie, who, by the way, I forgot to mention this, 
Debbie wasn't, maybe I did mention, I don't fucking remember. Debbie's like, I don't believe in any of this fucking brain bullshit. Now she's come around. She's saying, you know, now she's been through war. Now she's seen some shit. So now she believes in the power of prayer. And so her and Irene began to pray. And you know what the praying does? Oh my goodness. It's fucking ridiculous. This is what it does. It turns the wine in this former wine cellar, the monastery, the now boarding house, it turns all of this fucking wine into magic Jesus juice. That's right. The body of Christ. Is that what it is? Yes. And now, this is how they vanquish the demon. They literally shower the fucking demon in Jesus juice. And that's it. And that's the end of the fucking movie. If you can believe it. No struggle, you know, no back and forth a little bit. No teasing, uh, uh, you know, other demons maybe. Maybe opening up a fucking portal to hell. Or maybe the demon getting a little bit more of an upper hand. Or maybe this nun suffering some third degree burns to one of her arms or her legs or maybe her hair or some shit. Nah, she just escapes unscathed. Nothing. Because she's a descendant of Magic Lucy and the Magic Eyeballs. And because of that, she couldn't get burned. And they pray and they shower the demon in Jesus' juice and this fucker is vanquished to hell. And I'm like, seriously? Come on, that can't end this way. But sure enough, it fucking ends this way. And the next day, in the next scene, you know, now we see Maurice... And the little girl that I mentioned to you, who, by the way, is his girlfriend's daughter. So they have a good relationship. So you assume they go on to have a beautiful lifestyle, long, long life away from demons. But Irene looks a little suspicious to, or rather looks back a little suspicious at Mo and the teacher and the little girl. I forgot to mention the teacher's name because, uh, you know, she's just one of those characters. Remember I mentioned the running of the back and forth in the fucking hallway? Well, she's part of the running of the back and forth in the same fucking hallway. And uh, I found that really fucking annoying. Which, but I also forgot to mention that they were chased by some fucking other dog demon-looking thing in the hallway, which was also really fucking annoying because the CGI on that shit was just terrible. It was awful. But anyway, we open up this, the next scene or the final scene in the movie with Irene looking back at these three characters, but something looks awry. Something is suspicious. Irene doesn't like something. But the fucking movie ends. Nothing interesting happens at that point. And it was kind of a short movie with a story that was, you know, forgettable. It felt like they traveled to locations and locations and locations. And, you know, they, they, they teased hauntings. And, and that's kind of it. But the story sucked at this point. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I can't justify it. I thought, you know, I'm going to sit on this story for a little bit. It's going to get better because that's, cause I love these movies. I just want this movie to be good because I love these fucking movies, um, you know, and, uh, and I want to give it the benefit of the doubt because I'm fucking biased. <laughs> but it wasn't. There were some good shots in this scene and this movie, uh, particularly some that stand out is obviously, and I think, uh, and you know, I don't really like to watch previews, but unfortunately I've watched so many horror movies that they were just showering me with previews of this movie. There is a, there's a scene of uh, a newsstand now, if you kids listened to the last episode of this podcast, I explained to you what a newspaper was. Well, a newspaper and a newsstand go one and one. They go hand in hand together. You'd get a newspaper at a newsstand. You could also get a magazine or a news magazine. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. So there's the, you know, the newsstand and all the magazines start flipping. And all of a sudden you get this revelation of the nun. And that was amazing, right? So that, that, was, that was a really nice shot. There's another really nice shot that I enjoyed was uh, in the stairs somewhere where 
uh, I don't remember what character it was. Maybe I was falling asleep a little bit, but in the darkness and not quite no total darkness she could see the nun and you know she's such a i'm so disappointed because she's such a menacing looking character that you'd think she'd be used more or you know at, at least in a better way but she's used sparingly and she's not used well enough in my opinion she also shows up in that scene when that little girl is being bullied but again not used enough uh or maybe she's used too much i don't know at this fucking point but I wasn't satisfied with the way that she was used is the point here. And uh, I really wish that the story had been better. And I really wish that, uh, you know, they hadn't used the same fucking corridors over and over and over because they think we're fucking dumb. But we're not a dumb audience, are we? No, we're fucking smart. And we notice those things. And um, in the end, because I'm still biased and I love these kind of movies. In the end, I still have to... <laughs> I'm still going to give that three extra points just for being a church about the a movie about the Catholic Church demons and possessions because there were some interesting things, as I said. Um, but the story sucked. Family locations were beautiful. I thought the lighting was beautiful. But uh, all right, let's just fucking give us a fucking verdict. Stop delaying the inevitable. I'm going to give this movie a five out of ten. What? A five out of ten? How dare you? Yeah. Um, could have been better. And, you know, again, three points just for being a Catholic church movie. One more point for the nice filming locations. And then one more point, I think maybe the music was okay. So, um, other than that, I, that's, that's it. That's, that's the nun too. A, a, an unfortunate, uh, very short telling of the demon Beric, uh, telling the story of a demon Beric who chased everybody around for, I love Lucy's magic eyeballs. And, uh, well, listen, if you're still around at this point, I really appreciate you coming around and listening to another episode of Rex Horror Movie Review Show. This one was a little short, but because there's not much else that needs to be said about this movie, I really wanted to be excited about it, and I was, and I really wanted to like it, but fuck it. They fucked it up for us. Anyway, thanks for joining us, and uh, until next time in uh, Rick's Rated R Horror Movie Review Show.